little hiccups there, but we are connected and we're live. Um, hello, people out there. As you can see, the topic of this particular uh, podcast is going to be Zenven Speaks. And you may be wondering, what is Zenven? Um, well, Zenven is a company that I created, and I have been deciding to start a segment of my company called Zenven Speaks. Um, it's going to be a podcast, and I figured that a good way to kind of segue into actually doing a podcast would be to practice on stereo and see what it would be like to actually engage with um, live listeners. So my intent with these shows are going to be to kind of connect with listeners, give them, you know, some insight on what the word Zenven means and what that means for you as a spiritual being. Um, and also I wanted to kind of clear the space of stereo and see if we can kind of cultivate something a little bit different. Um, I've been on stereo for a little bit, mainly as just a listener, never actually joined in as a speaker, so this is going to be fun for me. I've kind of jumped in on other people's uh, shows, but I've never actually done my own show. So this will be, actually, take that back, that is a lie. I have done a show before, um, but it was not in the segment of what I wanted to be, Zen Ben Speaks. So again, what is Zen Ben? Zen Ben is a word that I created to go along with the company that I created. Um, I created this company back in February of this year, and since then it has just kind of been gaining its own momentum and picking up speed. And I thought in my downtime, it'd be really, really fun to engage with some of the people that are out there, also bringing new traffic to my website, of course. Um, I think it's a really good thing to engage with different people from different areas of the world and different um, walks of life as well, because people come in many shapes, sizes, forms, um, and they have a lot to offer if you're willing to see what they have to offer you. Um, so let's see what we are going to get in today. Oh, sorry, I missed my train of thought. So like I was saying, what does Zenven mean? Zenven means um, to basically, well actually let's compound, let's compound the two words. Zen plus heaven makes it Zen, Zen. Uh, Zenven means to reach a state of enlightenment in which a person is able to access heaven from within and obtaining access to peace. Well, what could that mean? Well, we all in this life are trying, I hope, to gain happiness. We are trying to gain peace. We are trying to gain clarity. We are trying to gain enlightenment. Kind of all the things that are supposed to be the positives of life. However, there are times where we really don't know how to access that. It's really, sometimes for some people, it can be a little bit challenging. It can be a little bit more on the tasking side. And people think that, you know, kind of exploring their happiness is going to be a challenge, but it really, 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 truly does not have to be. Um, so in regards to this episode, as you can see, it says Ben Ben Speaks. Um, and there also is a second part of this topic or title, and we will get into that soon as well, but Zen Zen was a word when I was in a really kind of a lower space in my life. Um, one, growing up Christian, I knew what heaven was, I knew the access of heaven, um, how to obtain it and things of that sort. But the word Zen became kind of a newer word to me, um, probably in the like around 2015-ish. I found out what the word Zen meant. 
never did I actually follow through with what the word then meant until around 2018 where I actually realized that being then meant, you know, being in a complete state of calm, being in a really relaxed state of mind, really being in a space where you can kind of lower your mind chatter, which is your cerebrum in the front of your brain, and kind of connect more with your cerebellum, which is your subconscious in the back of your brain. But anyway, I will keep going on and on about Zen Ben. If you want to learn more about the word Zen Ben, um, check out my website, a little piece of zenben.com. There you can find a complete and full and thorough definition of what Zen Ben means. Also, there will be topics um, and different things that you can kind of read over and see what connects with you and what resonates with you. Um, <clears throat> excuse the throat. But um, what my hope is for this particular series of Ben Ben Speaks, what I hope for it, what I hope for it is that we can really get into topics of spirituality and how to be in this physical world, but still be able to gain access to your higher self and still be able to realize that you can achieve utter enlightenment and still live a somewhat quote unquote normal life but there really is no such thing as a normal life so let's get into the topic as you can see here it says are you living or just existing are you living or are you just existing when i say what that means to myself personally for a while i was a person who was just existing um I would get up in the mornings, I would kind of do this just kind of mundane tasks and kind of mundane things, and I wouldn't really have a purpose for why I was kind of doing anything that I was doing. There wasn't really a, a meaning or a, like a, it's a secondary word that I'm looking for here. Lost it, but maybe it'll come back to me. Either way, I realized that I was just a person who was existing, um, actually just recently this year of 2021 um i kind of realized that i was existing prior to this but really tapping into my just existing and really moving forward to exit and shift my mindset out of this existing state of mind was just like i said at this kind of like the peak of this year um kind of the self-reflection and things like that kind of picked up last year towards the end of 2020 um and actually, I would say the middle of 2020, I would say, that I realized, like, you know what, there is, there's a little bit more to life, but what is there? You know, what if, what if there actually, what is actually there? Because a lot of people say there's more to life, but what is that more to life that people are speaking of? And I think, in a sense, I was able to analyze those particular words of there's more to life and intertwine it with, am I living or am I existing? To live means that you are getting up, your body is functioning, your heart is beating, there's your air flowing through your lungs, you know, you are able to communicate with other people, you're kind of, you know, a part of the collective society. Um, or sorry, that's existing. I kind of messed up my words there. Let's fix that back. So to exist means you are, you know, basically a part of this collective society, in a sense. Um, again, this is my first show, so bear with me. It might be some minor hiccups, but as time goes on, I know I will be able to progress into this really nicely. But 
kind of like a little thing. But when you are living, when you are truly, truly living, you are completely enriched with every molecule of your being. The 50 trillion cells that make up the human body, you are connected to each source of those molecules. And you are living your life authentically how you should be living your life. Whether that means that you're traveling, you're doing YouTube, you are doing a podcast, you are, um, I don't know, there's so many different things. I wanted to bring all of it to the surface, but of course that would take up a lot of our time, so we're definitely not going to unravel that um, chance there, but we're going to keep that one kind of tightly sealed. But to exist means that you're just here and you are waiting for that specific point of when your life is going to end. But when you're living, you're truly in a space of eternity and eternal being. And you realize that this particular surface that we are on is just that. It's just the surface. There's something deeper to your existence. There's something deeper to who you are. There's something deeper to your purpose. And as you become through, as you, you know, continue to realize that and you move out of this state of existing and you move into a state of living, you almost realize how dead you were when you were just existing. It's almost like a rebirth. When you shift out of existing and you shift into living, you realize that this is nothing but a rebirth for you because you are now finally in your most authentic self. As you continue to think about these words, are you living or are you existing? Really break down the concepts of how your day-to-day life goes about. When you get up in the morning, when you go about your day, when you're communicating with people, when you're engaging in intimate activities, when you are working, when you are with your children, whatever it is that you may be doing, what are you feeling? Are you connecting with your senses? Are you connecting with the outside realm around you? Are you currently present in that moment? Is your mind present in the activity that you're doing or is your mind wandering elsewhere? Are you looking for a sensation within to feel connected to that present moment that you're in? These are some of the questions that you can kind of analyze and break down and ask yourself to kind of understand whether you're living or existing. And don't feel any way, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people, are just existing. And again, like I said a little earlier, I too was a person who was just existing because I didn't know any better. I was growing, I was raised in a, you know, in a home in a where you had to do what you had to do to survive. Basically, you had to do what you had to do so you would starve to death. In a more simpler sense of how to break down that word in particular, You're doing what you have to do so that you do not starve and die. And a lot of us are programmed with these minor, or excuse me, these minute beliefs of life is meant to be a certain way. You do certain things, such as you go to school from pre-K to about high school, then you can transition into college. And then once you go to college, you you know, hopefully get some sort of a degree, you get some sort of a career, you get a family, you get the white picket fence, you kind of live your life and then around, you know, your mid-60s, 
maybe your 70s, hell, even your 80s if you're a person who really enjoys the task of working, you retire after that. But listen to the key components in the word retire. Tire. I don't think that's something that I would want to have in my settlement years is just being tired. But again, this is the circumstances that come about because we are taught to think and act a certain way. By thinking and acting and believing these things that we were kind of embedded into our, I guess I can say that we're kind of embedded into our DNA. We are able to see that we've all been kind of programmed in a sense to exist. Notice that we've been essentially programmed just to exist because of the fact that from a structural age of probably around four to five years old, we are told how to start our lives. We're going to go to school. Like I stated before, you're going to school. You're going to go, to, you're going to go you know, make it through this extensive period of elementary school, high school, middle school. I switched those out of order, but nonetheless, it's still school. And you're just in this robotic phase of living. And sadly, some people don't get out of that phase. They stay in that exact phase. They stay right there. They stay in a state of existing. And then when they get to the point where their life is, you know, near the end, whether that be due to old age or some adverse circumstances such as illness, tragedy, their own negligence to their own life, any of those kind of, you know, it, it basically, people realize that, wow, my entire life I was just existing and they realized how much of life that they didn't get to live. They may not have traveled. They may not have talked to certain people. Imagine not talking to certain people because of how you were programmed to live. Oh, oh my goodness, that would be something to not talk to certain people. I don't know why that topic just kind of stuck with me for some reason, but we may explore it, we may not. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of people end their existence realizing that they were never living. And that is a, it is something that is the main reason behind why I started my company, A Little Piece of Zen Ben. Because I didn't want people to continue going through life day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. Because I, I'll tell you something really quickly. I feel like I was just five years old the other day, watching Dora, sitting on the bed, watching my mom, you know, clean and do her job that she had at the time she was a house cleaner. So she would take me to work with her. And I live literally, I'm 28 years old now, I have my own children, my own career, my own life. And I feel like it was just the other day that I was a child. So imagine, like I said, day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. And then you finally get to the end and you're like, wow, so much more I could have done. There was so much more I could have, I could have did. And now it's too late. You know, it's either the person may be incapacitated, they're in a coma, they are ultimately dead, and they make this connection that 
there was more to life once the time has passed. So the main thing that I want to get into um, with this particular topic, as I stated before, is how are you just existing? Answer yourself these questions. Take some time. Maybe you can journal them. You could... Do a web of this, you know, maybe in the circle of it, you can write out in the middle, like, how am I existing? And then do a comparison web on the right-hand side and say, how am I living? Because it might surprise you how you're existing and how you're living. Because again, remember, existing is just being a part of the collective society, being a part of your social security number, being a part of your birth certificate going through life and doing the task that states that okay this shows that i'm in my humanness and i'm doing the human thing the way i'm supposed to i'm getting up i'm going to work i'm taking care of my children or i'm not taking care of my kids or i'm not going to work whatever you may be doing because again life is different for the the mass of people that are on this particular planet that we are opening on and really sit with yourself. If you realize that the comparison or the journaling or the scripting, whatever it is that you're doing to analyze the topic of are you living or existing, and ask yourself, how can I change this? Do I want to change it? You may be okay with staying the way you are. You may be like, you know what, I'm fine with existing. But if that's the answer for that, such as I'm fine with existing, Think about yourself 10 years down the line, 15 years down the line, on your deathbed, wherever that may be for you. Really consider that if you feel that the space of existing makes more sense to you, will it make sense to you 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 plus years from now, a day from now? See, I was the type of person before um, COVID. (laughs) <laughs> but actually, I shouldn't even give it a name. Before the big, the big, uh, what's the fun name that we could give this so that it doesn't take too much precedence um, in our minds during this topic? I'm going to say the big conspiracy. Ooh, that's a fun one. <laughs> uh, the big conspiracy came about late 2019, but it publicized itself in 2020. And that was when, for me, I realized, like I said, I said in 2021 was when I really analyzed analyzed that I was just existing. However, I realized in 2020, so this may be a little bit of a shift, and it's not to say that I'm fibbing, it's just the mind can sometimes alter the way we perceive certain things. So like I stated, in 2020, when the conspiracy made its uh, debut, I realized that, damn, if this thing were to take me today, what what would I really have to show for it? Yes, I've traveled. I'm a person who travels. I have had children. I've had experiences. I've had my party days. I've had my fun days. I have my... Um, 
what are those called? I can't even think. There's so many words that I want to come out, but they somehow, when it comes to the mind and it has to transmute itself into words verbally, it tends to have a little bit of a delay. So bear with me here. But I think the more I do this, the more the words will slowly begin to flow. But anyway, in 2020, I realized, I was like, you know what? It's time for us to start doing some things. We are going to get out here and we are going to start living um again stating like i was a person who grew up on the east coast so i was not in an accessible way to safe experiences of the outside world my mom was very restrictive of me and who i was around which again i'm very grateful for because those things protected me now however moving forward i realized throughout my entire life that I was kind of just living through a, a lens of, I guess, existing. I was living through a lens of existing. And I realized that in 2020, if this conspiracy were to take over my physical body and I would be incapacitated or I would be some way just... removed from this physical planet would i have any regrets of things that i didn't get to do would i have regrets of things i didn't get to say maybe apologies i should have given out in what ways would my life lose meaning if i were to ultimately succumb to the the conspiracy that arose in the year of 2020. These are some of the questions, again, that you can analyze and really think into and realize whether you're living or existing. Because the fact is, if you are existing, you're not living. In a simple but clear and concise way to say it, if you are existing, you're not living. And that's strange because you truly can't do both. You really can't do both. As, 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 as strange as that sounds, you really truly cannot do both. You can choose to exist, or you can choose to live. You can choose to exist, or you can choose to live. And I think in my particular perspective, I want to live. I want to see things. I want to go places. I want to meet new people. I want to hear new voices, new words, new lingos, new experiences, see new animals. Do y'all know how many animals are in the world? How many places that you probably have never seen? How many meals? How many delicious dishes you probably have never tasted because of an imminent fear within you of not being able to truly live. And this is the thing also, we're all born with the ability to live because the moment that we take our first breath, we are living. That is the most intensely stressful time of the human 
is when we're born. It's traumatizing, it's stressful, it's intense, it's new. But guess what, we do it. We come into this world ready to live. We come out of our mother's womb, whether that be vaginally or through a C-section, however you come about. Like we come into this world living, but yet for some reason, as soon as we start to live, we are immediately shifted into a space of existing. We're given a social security number, we're poked and we're prodded and we're, you know, put in a NICU or a NICU. Well, I'm Mark, but it's a NICU. I meant the um, neonatal unit, the newborn unit, newborn unit. We're placed into a neonatal unit with all these other babies that are crying and overly stimulated and all the things. And from the moment that we come into the world, we are pulled out of our will to live and pushed into a space of existing with a bunch of other people or babies. But when you take the time to sit back and analyze that particular thought, such as when you come into this world, you are coming in this world to live. You're not just coming in here to exist, you are coming to live because guess what? Your existence can easily be removed if you don't make it through that first stage of birth, which is taking your first breath and opening your eyes to the world. Imagine what that would have been like when you were first born, realizing that you opened your eyes and you see, however you thought, you could have been born in a field, you could have been born in a hospital, you could have been born at a birthing center, you could have been born in a bathtub, a tub of water. an ancestral home, anything of that matter. But imagine having that much drive and that much ambition to live and then just having it pulled and drained and suffering. And that's what happens to us as we grow and as we get older. Even as a child, even as children, our imagination is dimmed out. People tell us, you know, calm down some children get told i know for me for anyway i was always told to calm down and don't talk to imaginary friends and all these different things and oh it's you can't play too much and this and this there was so many structural rules to my minor existence that as i slowly got older i almost lost my world to live Because I felt that in a space of, in a space of, um, let's see here, how can I explain this? In a space of being kind of told how to how to, I guess, be in a sense, you'll slowly lose pieces of yourself. And as you lose those pieces of yourself, you'll begin to realize that I don't really know who I am. 
And there's a lot of people, like a lot of people going through a state of not knowing who they are. Getting up every day, every single day, doing the same, maybe minorly different things. Going home, doing the same things. Maybe a little different here and there. But ultimately, the same routine life. And then they just get to this space where they are just there. And the thing about it is, we as humans, we know. We know that there's more to this particular society. And this is why sometimes I think that the way society has been structured and is structural is to diminish our will to live. Because they realize that if we really, truly, if people were out here really living and not just existing, what would our society be like? The people in charge, what would, what would they be doing? Who would they be in charge of? Because revenue would be equally shared. Society would be a little bit more in unison. People with all people would probably have access to wealth and happiness and prosperity and abundance and all the things that we desire and is our given birthright when we come into this world yet again because of our society and the way we have been structurally trained structurally trained we realize that This is all there is to life. You do the things you're supposed to do. Maybe you move up in your career. Maybe you get a master's degree. Maybe you get a doctorate. Maybe you don't. Maybe you graduate from high school. Maybe you get a GED. Maybe you don't do any of it. Maybe you get a trade. Maybe you go to the military. Something. You do all these different things, yet you go through life and you circle and you spiral and you circle and you spiral and then boom, it hits you. sometimes when it hits you, it's a little too late. But no matter what, you're going to realize that you are truly, truly, and again, this is no matter what, no matter what stage of your life you're in, whether that is in your childhood years, adolescent years, your teen years. Um, I think I may have just said the same thing, but in a different verbiage, so my apologies on that. Your young adult years, your adult years, middle age years, your over the hill years, we're on your deathbed. You will eventually realize that there was a will inside of you to live. And that something was trying to help you live. And you just, you may have shut it out, you may have shut it down, who knows what it truly could have been.
Who knows what it really could have been? All right, so for the rest of this episode, I'm gonna actually be doing something a little bit that I wanna, again, I wanna keep this as a part of the segment with this particular show. And I wanna do a card reading. And in this particular card reading, it's going to be a reading for the collective. A lot of you may be wondering, how can you do a reading if you can't do that? I guess we're gonna see. So, the deck I'm using is a deck called Moonology. If you want to reference what this deck looks like, you can actually go directly to my website, and I do have this deck on my website, but you can check it out and kind of see visually the deck that I'm working with. But as I stated before, this is a reading for the collective. And I'm going to be pulling a total of three cards. And in these three cards, I want to give you a message from your higher self, your guide. Ooh, already we have some Fiona out of that, so we're going to get a little bit more grounded before we pull these cards. Okay. So again, we're going to be pulling a total of three cards, and I want everyone to be in sync. With the energy of these cards that I'm going to pull today. And if you're listening to the playback, you can do the same thing. You can go ahead and get grounded. And really ask your higher self, what is the message that it has for you? And again, this is a reading for the collective. And I am a long shuffler. I really like the cards that are going to pop out at me. And beautiful, we had three cards pop out. The first card we have is a full moon in Aries, and that's a fiery coming as it approaches. So, for some of you, when you decide to start existing, you are going to encounter a lot of, you're going to encounter some big, big problems and some big, big, um, I want to say, I guess I would call these um, obstacles in your way because there are going to be some people that don't agree um, with you basically trying to live your most authentic and happiest life. So you will probably encounter people that want to trap you. You're going to count as, you're going to encounter people that want to hinder you. And you're also going to encounter people that want to basically shift you out of the space that you're moving into. But just know that you have your own purpose to achieve and you have your own goals to reach. That's the number one thing you have to keep in mind. So even when things get a little bit heated and things get a little bit hot, because they will, understand that this is where you were supposed to be heading to. And again, it's a full moon in Aries. A full moon is good for completion of cycles. So like I said, the cycle is going to have to come to a close for you to be able to shift into the space of living 
but just know for some of you it isn't going to be an easy shift it is not going to be an easy shift it's going to be a shift that causes some turbulence it's going to be a shift that causes some friendships or relationships to end because you're going to realize that hey i don't want to just exist anymore i'm ready to start living and i want to move myself out of a space of just existing Shifting out of a space of existing is going to move you into alignment. And it's going to get you I will be right Actually, we have three full moons. Let me not jump ahead. I have a third card here, but it just got me excited. I saw um, all three full moons make themselves present. So we now have a full moon in Scorpio. And this card is stating for them, it's time to release negativity. To be able to shift into a space of living, you are going to have to shift out of a space of holding on to the negative that can kind of center and conform to the life that you want to live. And you don't want to have to face, sometimes we don't want to have to face the negative thing that we're holding on to. It's more comfortable just to hold on to that negative thing because it feels better. It feels more authentic and it feels more real. And the best thing to do when it is in a space of removing negativity is face that negative thing. You can write it out. You can talk aloud. You send yourself a letter. Whatever you have to do to shift your mind out of being negative. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you will not get to live 
if you are holding on to negative negativity, you will continue to exist because in existence is negativity. The more you move out of the space of negativity, you will shift into a space of positive living. Shifting out of the space of negativity, you will shift into the space of positive living. And although that may be a little bit kind of simply said, it has a lot more depth to it than you truly think surface-wise. Or to some, you may have heard the drip deeply in you already, as I stated. Shifting out of the space of negativity will shift you into a space of positive living. Because again, you cannot begin to live if you are existing in a negative space. It's not going to happen. By shifting out of that negative space, you can shift into your positive way of living. And it is possible. Some people, I honestly think, some people think that, you know, I've just been a negative person my whole life. Why am I going to change it now? Or why, how can I change it now? Or what can I do to change it now? There is a lot of things that you can do to change your negative beliefs, your negative thoughts, your negative feelings. There's a lot of things you can do, but you honestly have to be willing to do those things. You have to be willing to pull yourself out of that negative space, that negative existence, to shift into a positive way of living. And by understanding this, and by shifting into that positive way of living, you will ultimately begin to live what, as everybody says today of a society, your most, actually I'm going to say a little different, your most authentic life, or your best life, we can say that too. Because if you say that you don't want to live your best life, I'm going to honestly say that you are telling nothing but a lie. Because there's nobody on this planet that does not want to live a good and positive life. I don't believe that, not one bit. Nobody in this world wants to live a negative life. Unless you really truly do, then I guess that's something that's up to you. All right, let's move on to card number three. So for card number three, we have show the world the real you. What have they been talking about? We've been talking about shifting out of the negative spaces into a positive way of living. And this is also a card that's a full moon in Aquarius. By showing the world the real, the real you, you begin to show other people, like we were just saying, that you are not just meant to exist, you were meant to live. You were meant to live. Until you truly begin to shift into that space 
of allowing yourself to be present and be the true and most authentic version of you, you are just going to be existing. Take the time for some of you, and actually all three of these cards could be intertwined with all of one person, or each card could be for a specific person, neither here nor there. But take the time to show the world the real you. You were meant to live an authentically happy life because you want to know why? It's your birthright. It is really your birthright. And I know that that may sound to some people, they may be like, yeah, no, that's, that was not my birthright, but it was. When you sign that contract to shift into from a spiritual being into a human form, the number one thing you were giving out, given access to was life, but your birthright, which is prosperity, abundance, happiness, peace, joy. But for some reason, when we come into this physical form, we tend to get shifted into weird ways of being brought up, <clears throat> limited beliefs, negative thoughts, negative thinking, poverty, stress, abuse, lack of care, intimacy, all the different things that can happen as we are growing and we're seeing things, you know, parents fighting, parents separated, um, parents who, you know, have intimacy problems, different things in their life that they weren't able to fully connect with you as a child because their own romantic life is failing. And then imagine what happens to that person who was raised like that. They just continue their lives and they continue the cycle. Or you can decide to shift out of that, remember, time to release negativity. You can shift out of that negative way of existing and promise yourself that each day you are alive, you're gonna live. Because let me tell you this, it's gonna be a sad, sad day <laughs> when you realize that all you were doing was existing and there's no more time to change it. I know for me, that's not something I would ever want. I know for me, I would definitely, definitely, definitely want to be a person who at my last and final moment, I realized that I not only lived my life, but I lived my life, my life authentically. I know for sure I can say that I don't think a lot of us And I like to include myself in that statement because I'm a part of the human question as well. And even if it's about me previously or it's about me currently, it's still a matter of like a lot of us are not there. And I don't want to single myself out like I'm some overly achieved person that has reached the ultimate peak of enlightenment. So I include us as a collective because I want you to know that I'm here too. And I was there. 
I was not living my most authentic life. I was existing. I was kind of doing mundane things. I had a mundane job, did mundane things on the weekend. What is a typical societal person? Work Monday through Friday, nine to five, eight to four, seven to three, some six to two. And then on the weekends, what do you do? Party, turn up, go to a bar, go to a movie. Kind of the simpler, the simple things that life has made us think that we're supposed to do. Right? But no, we're meant for so much more. And until you realize that, you are going to continue to exist. So again, to recap the cards, we have a fiery climax approaches with a full moon in Aries. Remember that it is going to be a little bit of a transition for you to shift into living your most authentic life. People are going to try to block you. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be roadblocks, but you have to be willing to push through all of those and get to your most authenticity. Full moon and Scorpio, it's time to release negativity. If you are living in a space of constantly being negative and just wallowing and just, just all the things that can kind of come about from being in a negative space, whether it's negative thoughts, negative actions, negative people, negative surroundings, negative home, or all of the above, dear God, I can never imagine having that much negativity around me. But if that is you, it's time to release it. It is time to release negativity because until you do that and until you shift out of that negative space, you are going to continue to exist. And then finally, show the world the real you. Show them who you are. Show them how it is, what it, what it looks like to live. Because when you show people what it looks like to live, I promise you, they are going to want to start living too. They are going to want to start living too. There is no if and or buts about it because when people start seeing other people living, what does society like to do? Follow suit. The number one thing that gets TikTok moving is these trends. Everybody wants to be onto a trend. Everybody wants to follow what other people are doing. They want to be a part of the mass. Will you step out of the mass and show the world the real you? Because sometimes it takes one person seeing you, and that one person will shift their mindset, and then that one person shifts another person's mindset. And then that one person shifts another person's mindset. And then guess what you have? A whole squad of people with shifted mindsets. Show the world the real you and see what happens. What a beautiful, 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 beautiful reading. Beautiful, beautiful reading. I will say that multiple times. That was a really, really beautiful, beautiful reading. Um, and then to close out these little... Um, uh, podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what they're called. To close out these pod, um, to close out these podcasts, I want to be closing out with a combo just to kind of clear the space, lighten the energy, um, get us all into a space of really conforming to what we discussed today. 
and opening up our minds you know vibration is frequency and frequency is energy so getting us into those spaces is what we truly truly need and i'm going to be doing that here in just a moment so take a couple of moments just take a few deep breaths and really get connected with the space that we are about to be connected with <clears throat> And the song bowl that I'm using today is a quartz crystal song bowl with a 741 hertz frequency. So we're going to go ahead and, like I said, take some really, really deep and grounding breaths. You can do it loud, you can do it quiet. I'm a loud reader when I'm doing any sort of intentional breath. But when you feel ready, Peace and blessings be with you. 
Thank you.